You Can't Sit With Me, hosted by Deanna Espear. So I'm actually in the studio today by myself because my guest is currently in the streets of New York. We have Luke from <laughs> Summer House. I'm so excited that you took time to come on the show. I'm, I'm excited to hear these questions. <laughs> this, yeah, this is very exciting for me. I need to know what, like, what street are you on? What are you doing? Like, what can you see right now in New York as I'm in uh, my PJs? It, yeah, that's great. You're in your PJs. I love that. I wish I was in my PJs. Um, I am currently on 23rd Street and 10th Avenue on my way to the hockey rink. I have to go hop on the ice and coach some kids. Oh my gosh, amazing. So what are you wearing? <laughs> what do you wear in the morning in New York when you're about to go to work? It's cold. Oh, wow. Um, it's not that cold, actually. It's like 46, so it's not too bad. Um, you know, growing up in northern Minnesota, it's a lot colder, actually. So this isn't so bad. But I've right. got, uh, what am I wearing? I've got some bands, some black bands on. Some uh, Dickies, some blue Dickies, a jean jacket, a red flannel, and then my fedora, and then a bunch of jewelry. Wow. So very consistent, very on brand with what we've seen so far. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So you are on Summer House. I have to say it. By the way, how do you pronounce your, your family name? Uh, Gall Bronson. Gall Bronson. That's it. You yeah, said it, you said it in an English way. I, I really appreciate. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like Americans would be like Gall Bronson. Yeah, they do. They always say Gold Branson because they think about I think it's like there's a town called Branson, Missouri, probably or something. So they right. always think Gold 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 Branson. It's like Gold Branson. Yeah. I like it. It sounded it sounded very English. And I'm kind of always <laughs> complaining on this show about the lack of European culture in America. So I really, really appreciate. Oh, that's hilarious. Do you say margarine and aluminium? Um, no. So I hate it when people say Parmesan. Oh, Parmesan. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And How I say, say Mark, uh, uh, Parmesan. Oh yeah, okay. But I'm also French, and I say um, margar. Is it is it margarine? I didn't realize it was margarine. Uh, well, I I had an English friend that used to call it margarine. I call it margarine. <laughs> oh, margarine! Wow, took it a yeah. step further. What, yeah, what, yeah. what was that? The other thing, Alum, aluminium. Aluminium, yeah. Instead, of, isn't it aluminum or aluminium? Oh, you um, guys say aluminum. Aluminum, yeah. Oh, and then there's wow. there's one more. Uh, I say. Ibiza, and you would say Ibiza. Am I Ibiza. Correct, or am I wrong? Yeah. Ibiza. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So yeah. many different things. When I moved here, people just didn't. I mean, they still don't understand me, but they just did not understand me at all, which was very frustrating. <laughs> was that, I was going to say, was that frustrating? For me, because I'm half Swiss, half English, the more frustrating part is when guys are trying to hit on me, they'll come up to me and be like, hey, are you Australian? And I'm like, first of all, you untraveled, ignorant fuck, like, no, I'm not. Yeah, unbelievable. And like, if you don't know, don't fucking guess. No, for sure. I, it's interesting because if you're not, if you're not traveled, if you haven't been around a lot of people that are Australian and English, you probably can't really decipher them. But I feel like being in New York, I've been around so many English people and Australian people. I can decipher it. You know, I can tell the difference. I appreciate people who live in New York because I feel like they're more... Not Euro I, I'm not trying to say that Europeans are better. I mean, I am. But I'm, <laughs> in New York, I feel like people are just more aware and there's so many different nationalities there. And they're just... It's, it's basically like being a well-traveled human, but you can just stay in New York and you'll come across... Yeah. Absolutely. It's just a melting pot of everybody here. You know what I mean? You get everything. People yeah. from all over the world. It's the greatest part about this city. You become more aware. I mean, I don't understand how you guys deal with the cold and the, the nastiness of it. Everyone's fucking mean in New York. I lived there for six months and I just felt like everyone was just an asshole. Oh, you're killing me. That's so funny. You really think that? I think everybody, I think people in New York are pretty nice. 
But, really? Maybe it's because yeah. you're lovely to everyone and, you know, you're like good with kids and things, but I personally can't stand kids. I don't know how I'm <laughs> ever going to become a mom. You know, I sometimes I'd walk on the street and, you know, when you accidentally knock someone over, but like lightly, because I'm I'm 5'2", I'm 100 pounds. It's not really going to have a huge impact if I ever knock anyone over by mistake. And this <laughs> woman called me like, a, she was like, you fucking bitch, get out of my way. I was like, relax. You didn't feel anything. I'm 100 pounds, 5'2". <laughs> That's right. You'll yeah, survive. What did I do to you? What did I do to you? Yeah, that's right. That's crazy. Did you? So did you say that to her? You don't know me yet. I call people out all the time on every fucking thing. It's actually a problem. It almost got me in trouble in LA because, you know, I wasn't really aware that you're not really supposed to talk back to people, especially when it's like creepy guys in a in a disgusting car, like w- winking at you and whistling and all this. Like I, I, I don't have that kind of awareness. So I just talk back all the time and it got me in yeah. a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Cat calling shit's pretty disrespectful. I'm not a big fan of dudes that do that to women, to be honest with you. Yeah. So. Like I'm the kind of person <laughs> who'll be like, well, you got my attention now. What? And then, <laughs> yeah. And then there's no follow through. <laughs> well, then there's like, you fucking bitch. Who do you think you are? And like, la la la. And then whatever, you oh, know, the wow. drill. it really fucking bugs me before we get into all the summer house questions. I always do because I want my listeners to take away something from the episode. I always do a weekly tip. So I okay. kind of want to know if there's like something like a product or an app or something that you use that kind of really improves your day-to-day life. I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. It, I, I mean, I'm the guy that's probably like, that might be the worst question to ask me because I don't, uh, I'm not really into like the whole technology app game, like, or app thing, like even Instagram, I'm like learning. Um, I just, right. I never really, uh, yeah. And then as far as products are concerned, I'm so like, do, you, do you use an app? <laughs> do you do a meditation? No, 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 no. Medi- meditation is really good. I think meditation is actually awesome. Um, my acting coach taught me to meditate, uh, like six years ago. Um, and it's, it helped me with like my acting stuff before I perform. Um, right. which is great. But so I think meditating is really good. And as far as products are concerned, I mean, I think there's, there's a company called Duke Cannon that has some really badass stuff like soap and, um, just like shampoos and shaving things and stuff that I like. And, and I just like it cause it's, they have like good sense. I and guess. it's like but manly. I, I see you as someone yeah, yeah. who would not touch anything that did not smell manly. <laughs> Maybe. I, I think so. That might be how it is. I don't know. I buy the soap that smells like a can of beer. They say it's like old Milwaukee soap or something. So, yeah, I like it. This is what I was going to ask you next. So b- going into all the summer house and everything questions. Yeah. You, uh, so when I saw you come on the show, I was like, holy shit, I've never seen someone like you on a reality TV show. You just don't come across the type of guy that would actually be on a reality show. You're not thirsty enough. You're not... Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You don't come across as a people pleaser. You know, you have all the tattoos. You have all this like, you have shit going on already outside of the show pretty much. So I kind of want to understand why you decided to do it in the first place. Yeah, no, that's actually a great question. Uh, So basically, you know, uh, I had known Kyle and he had asked me if I wanted to spend the summer, you know, in the house and have fun and everything. And coming out of a three-year relationship that I had uh, with my ex, um, I usually go home for the summers to my lake house in Minnesota, but I thought, well, shit, maybe I should just do something different. Um, so, you know, I talked to Kyle, uh, ended up saying, yeah, man, I'm down to have some fun this summer. Uh, how how do you know Kyle? So we just had a mutual friend in New York from being out in the night, nightlife in the night scene. 
Um, and then we, uh, what was I going to say? So, um, anyway, so yeah, so my whole mentality going into it was, I just want to have like a fun summer. Um, and having known, known Kyle, but not really known anyone else. I wanted to like, I wanted to go into it with an open mind and be like, I hope I can walk away with this with a great group of friends and just enjoy myself this summer. Um, I'm not thirsty. I don't like, yeah, I'm not like, yeah, that, that that's person. the impression I got. Cause I judge, like I judge and you know, <laughs> I, I'm super judgy. I'm like the, probably the judgiest podcaster you'll ever meet. Uh, <laughs> the judgiest person you'll ever meet. And I just did not get any thirsty vibes from you. What happened with your ex-girlfriend? Oh, I mean, it was just a three-year relationship. I mean, I, we, it was, um, I want to say, uh, you know, timing, I feel like is important in relationships. Um, and I just don't think it was like good timing, honestly. Um, it was real. There was a lot of passion. It was real intense. Um, and it just, it, it, it was one of those things where, uh, she needed a lot from me. I couldn't give her enough. Um, I feel like, uh, and I, um, I don't like now looking back at it, I don't know if I was ready for a relationship, even though I thought I was, I mean, I bought a ring for her. So, um, I definitely was in love with her. I love her dearly. Um, but it just, the, the, it being not being good timing on both of our parts, I feel like it just ended up getting pretty ugly. Um, and it it just wasn't good. And it's a bummer because she's, she was a girl that I was really in love with. I mean, I was, I was going to propose to her and, and, and I, I, I think the world of her. So, do you feel like you bought the ring because she had all these expectations from you and you felt like you kind of had to? Uh, I mean, not necessarily. I, I felt like I was, you know, at a point in my life with, you know, the age I'm at and, and knowing how much I did love her, um, that I thought it was the right thing to do. But clearly I never gave her the ring because as, as it went on, I was like, I can't give her this. It's not right. It's not right right now. Um, right. And, you know, when, when you're in a relationship and, and you know, I, fr- I clearly like she was a bit frustrated and, you know, it got, she got a little physical with me and stuff and, uh, and it just wasn't good. So, um, you know, it's a damn shame. Yeah. It got really toxic and it, and it sucks cause she's, she's really a great girl. And I, I definitely, um, I definitely like, there's a big part of me that, that like still cares about her and loves her and, you know, I hope she's good. So so sweet of you oh, yeah. to speak so highly of her. Personally, when I break up with someone, I'm like that motherfucker, and I just blast yeah. them on the podcast. Yeah, well, it's 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 tough because I mean, listen, like I mean, I, I'm not perfect. I made mistakes in in our relationship, but you know, at, at the same time, I could easily be like, she's a horrible person. She did this to me, did that to me. But then, like, that's not the right thing to do either. You know what I mean? Because she she's not a bad person. We all have issues, you know. You're so, so you sweet. I love that you're so. sweet. We're going to get the meanest out of, side of you out in this episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, you think so? <laughs> yeah. So you're an actor, model. You have so many different hustles. I've looked you up. Um, you know, you have a brand, you're a hockey coach, you do model and you do act. Why did you not, yeah. you know, take the leap and move to Hollywood? Why do you feel like New York is still the place for you? Uh, well, I mean, honestly, I, I love New York city. Um, I do like the West coast, but I like big Sur. Like that's my favorite place in the world. I hope, hope to buy a home there in the next 10 years. Uh-huh. Um, but I, um, for me, uh, I, you know, with acting and stuff, it was like my, my managers, my, my agency were always like, you know, um, New York is really where you need to study your acting, uh, and do like, there's a lot that's filmed in New York for acting. There's like right. a lot. And um, I, it's just a little different. Like I feel like the work the, and I could be wrong, but from what I've been told from people in the business is the work ethic is a little different. 
um, with like your studies and stuff here. And I feel like as a New Yorker and studying acting here, if you go to LA, you're, you're, you're in a really good place. Um, cause it's such a grind here. Um, yeah. but, but I never felt the need to go there cause there's so much here and, and I just wanted to be here cause <clears throat> the work ethic is so strong, like, and the work is so good. You know what I mean? And, I appreciate and I that. Like Everyone in LA sucks. Don't move to LA. No, I, I, no. I mean, I, I have a lot of friends in LA, um, and they're actors and they're awesome actors and stuff. So I don't mean it like that. I'm just saying that, you know, for me, I just felt like with the people that were leading my career and my life and the advice they were giving me, um, New York is where I needed to be, but I enjoy, I love LA. I mean, LA's cool. Like I have fun every time. No, I'm but there. people just, in yeah. LA have terrible work ethic. Like they don't want to work. <laughs> they want all the recognition. They make no effort. Oh really? Yeah. You can't do that here. You won't, you'll be living on the street. Like it, you, have to, you have to hustle here. Like the hustles for real, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm a hustler too. I'm not, I'm like you, I have like 3000 different side hustles and hustles and yeah. businesses and stuff. And Which, which could be the end of it too. Like some days I'm like, fuck, I've got so much going on. <laughs> what am I going to do? You know? Oh yeah. I um, work on weekends. There's no yeah, weekend same. for me. Yeah. Seven days a week I'm working too. I find time to ha have fun, but you know, it's, uh, it's still a lot of work. And so you have so many hustles. So you have a brand that I checked yeah. it out. It's amazing. You're a hockey coach, Thank you. you model yeah. and you act. I've looked it all up. So <laughs> which one would you say is like you do for money and which one would you say is like a real passion and you would want it to become like a full-time job? Oh, uh, wow. Um, you know, that's a great question, but I'll be honest with you. Uh, every one of them um, is, is something I'm passionate about and that I love doing. So as far as I, I can't, I mean, like I want to do, like I do them as full, fully on as I can, all of them. Um, I can't just choose one because I do them all for a specific reason. It's because I enjoy them. You so if you become I mean? like a huge actor, you'll still, you'll still want to teach kids and do hockey. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Hockey is my first love. I'm never going to not coach hockey or play hockey. It's like, it's always going to be in my life probably till the day I die. That is amazing. I couldn't help but notice your immediate connection with Hannah, which I've had on the show. She's fucking amazing. I love her. <laughs> um, congrats for calling her out on seeing a guy. I thought that was really cool. And uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just gonna say it's just it's it was it was just it was fun for me to give her some shit about that. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm guessing you guys are gonna hook up this season. Like it's so obvious. It's on all the trailers and things. Um, what was your like? What drew you to her? I want to. I want to understand what draws draws you to a girl, and what made you think like, oh my gosh, I want to pursue this girl. Um, you know, immediately for me with Hannah was is is Hannah just she she was she came at me, and I say that in the sense of being like when I first met her, she like started like poking at me, like giving me shit, and for me. Like I'm attracted to that. The fact that she was like giving me a hard time and I was like, all right, this girl's like throwing some shit at me. I like it. Like, it's cool. I, cause I, I give it back. You know what I mean? Right. And, um, and then, and I, and for me, it's just fun. Cause then the flirting starts, you know? Um, and I just think Hannah, uh, is a really funny person. Um, and yeah. So immediately when she, when I, when I first met her and she had like, instead of just being like, Oh, hi, I'm Hannah. She was like, Oh, hi, I'm Hannah. My mom told me to stay away from hockey players. Like they said all this shit. And I was like, all right, cool, Hannah, we can talk. <laughs> so you like banter. Yeah. I love banter. Come on. That's fun. Yeah. You dated an English girl for three years. So you must lo love banter if yeah. you're willing to put up with it for three years. Yeah, we did. There's a lot of banter. There was a lot of banter in my last relationship. Um, so I saw on Instagram recently that you actually starred in one of Hannah's videos. That kind of looks like a super supportive boyfriend move to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was asking her when she was going to 
edit that thing and put it out because we had done it a while back and I was wondering what the hell was going on with it. So she, yeah, she just put it out. Um, that was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun filming with her. She's she's really talented, actually. But so can um, you say that you guys actually like had a, a brief relationship? Uh, I guess you'll have to watch and see. I hate that response. That. I yeah, hate that. I You've I been know. media okay. trained. Did they media yeah. train you? No, but I just, I, I know better. I've been in the business for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I actually was just, I was just talking to him. I got up this morning. I called it right away. What's I up? don't understand. How do you guys in, in the summer house just hook up with one another and then you're like still best friends? Like when I hook up with someone and it doesn't work out, I'm like, bye. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's You can't it, tell me. Know. I'm trying to get it out yeah. of you and it's not yeah. working. You're too yeah, smart for me. <laughs> usually, usually it works. I'm obsessed with tattoos. Love a guy with tattoos. I need like one tattoo story from you. And I know that you recently got a new one. Yeah. I mean, I've got a bunch of tattoos. Um, God, I've got a tattoo, um, on my forearm, uh, my left forearm. That's it's, it's the Ruger gun company insignia. It's got my uncle's initials in it. My uncle was my best friend. Um, like in the world, he was like a second father to me. Uh-huh. Uh, and about eight years ago, uh, me and him were going to get tattoos together. And he was actually going to get the tattoo that I have. Um, and like two weeks after we talked about it, he passed away unexpectedly. So then I got the tattoo with his initials in it, which are also my grandfather, my initials and like my, my other uncles were all L like first names and our last name still Bronson, but I got it from right. my uncle that passed away. So yeah, so there's that. And then I just got a new one on my knuckle. That's like a, an anvil with a hammer. Cause I do metal work and I don't know every, and then I have a reaction on the inside of one of my fingers. Cause, um, what's it saying? 90% uh, or ten percent of life is what happens to you, and ninety percent is how you react to it. So I just have it there to remind me that you know if something is whatever, like shitty or however it might be, just make sure that I react in a good way. Because if you react positively or in a good way, your life will probably be pretty good. So it's just there to remind me. You know? Right. Very cool. Very yeah. meaningful. Yeah. So much substance yeah. for such a pretty face. How how yeah. <laughs> you know unusual. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Are you so when you became single, were you like I'm going to get on dating apps? Like, have you been on dating apps at all? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Do you use Hinge? Uh, I I was on Hinge briefly. Okay, um, so I I need to know one of your answers to one of the Hinge questions that you had on your profile. Okay. okay. I love asking people about their dating apps. Oh, God, I don't... You want to know a question and answer to a question I had on it? Yeah, I want to know what kind of stuff you put on it. (laughs) I don't remember. I have no idea. Um, I was on it briefly. I I honestly, I don't remember. Okay, Um, well, you're not on it anymore because you're in a relationship. Um, (laughs) So in your mind, what makes for a good, healthy relationship? I want to know... And and please don't give me the 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 typical answer. Like I think you need to like I want to know for you what is like a perfect relationship. I don't think any relationship is perfect for one. Um, the, uh, uh, I want, if you think about what a perfect relationship is, it's two people that are mature enough to realize that no relationship is perfect for from like to from the start, I guess, or you know, to begin with, because. You're right. going to have ups and downs and it takes two people that have maybe been through it or are mature enough to handle things properly and, and take the time to understand things and don't fly off the handle and act like a child, et cetera. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but then I think, you know, you, you need to um, be with someone that you, you have fun with. Uh, I think having fun with someone is like the most important thing. Um, Agreed. You, know, uh, you don't want to be bored with them and you want to be able to do things. And I mean, it, it, you have to have a great sex life too. If, if the sex is bad, then that's just like, that's a killer. Um, Literally, it all it, goes to yeah, shit. Like, yeah, you got to have a great sex life. Like, that's so important. You I know, just think and, they and, need to make your life better. You need someone that makes yeah. your life better. Well, I don't, I, I disagree because I think my, like, I don't want someone to have to make my life better. I want to make my life good on my own, but I want someone that I can share my life with and that I can share their life with them. And like, you, you're there to support each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that's important. 
uh, and just to be able to enjoy each other. And, and, and I also think that, like I said before, like something that's really important is timing. Um, you have to be ready for it. You have to like know you're ready to be in a relationship, you know, right. Um, Especially when you're living in New York or LA, like there's a lot of temptation. I mean, you're literally like, there's pe- there's so many people here, you know, um, yeah. you have to be in a place where you're like, I really, I'm ready to be in a relationship and I, I want to be with this person and I'm like ready to settle down. I think timing is super important. Yeah. Like, you're a hundred percent right. I think like places like New York and LA, there's no such thing as like, I found the perfect person and that's what made me like, there's just perfect people everywhere. I mean, yeah. it's not, there's not, but you yeah. could see it that way. And it's just more of a mindset. Like you just have to be ready for it because there's just too many people, too many options. And it's just a mindset. Yeah. And I, and when I say timing and I feel like you have to go through the ringer, like you have to know what it's like to love people or someone and lose them or lose a few people to like understand and learn things about yourself and about them and what you want in people. And maybe things you can, you know, work on yourself, like things that make, will make you a better person. Um, and I know for me, like it took me going through a few relationships to really get to a point, like to where I'm at now, you know what I mean? hundred percent. You learn so much yeah. about yourself. Tell everyone where they can find you, where they can go follow you and watch you um, do all the plugs. Uh, yeah. You can find me on Instagram, just at Luke O'Bronson. And you can find me on Twitter at Luke underscore Gobronson. And I think that's all I have for social media because I'm really not that good at it. Uh, <laughs> um, and then you can follow my company. Um, it's uh, Ranger and then three underscores co um, on Instagram. And then my website is rcoshop.com. So it's rcoshop.com. And let everyone know what, what is it that you make and what they can find on your brand's website just to let the listeners. Yeah. 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 So I, I handcraft jewelry. You can find handcrafted um, rings and bracelets. And then I also have a clothing line um, as well on there. And I'm in the process of, I design a pair of sunglasses and I'm dealing with getting my samples made and everything done there. So I'll have sunglasses on it soon. And as well as, ha- uh, I'm making homemade, um, soy candles. So I'll be selling candles on a website soon too. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I'll be adding some other stuff too. too Amazing. Soon, I'll be buying yeah, the candles. Bad. I'm a yeah, huge yeah. candle person. Yeah. So the candles are, yeah, I am too. And I was like, why am I not making candles? I like, I love building and making shit. So I was like, why don't I just start making candles? That's another thing I can get. <laughs> so, That's amazing. Um, yeah. So it's cool. And then one thing that you don't know about me, um, and that nobody, none of the media really even knows, I don't think yet, um, is I'm actually producing my first feature film right now, which is kind of cool. Um, it's a lot oh of work, but it's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. So thank you friend. for giving me the yeah. exclusive yeah. secret. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's been, it's been a work in progress, but, um, a good friend of mine, um, who is a fellow actor we met in acting class, uh, we wrote a story a couple years ago and then, uh, yeah, it's just kind of picked up, uh, really well. Um, and we're at a place right now where we're just dealing with financing, but like we've, the script is done. Like we have letters of intent from some really great actors and we're dealing with the budget and all that stuff and financing and all that other shit. That's the hardest part, but um, the hardest yeah. part. So do you have a, a release yeah. date, a potential release date where we uh, could see it? I, we, I don't, um, but I definitely will let you know when, when you I have do. to let me know. Yeah. I will share everything. I, yeah, I definitely will let you know. So that's something that nobody knows, I guess. I feel like all the media stuff has got everything else right, but nobody knows that I'm um, producing my first feature film. And that's something that's been a big part of my life for like the past year, but nobody knows about it. 
I really appreciate you sharing with us. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I know that you're in in a rush. I tried to like really fly through this whole interview. No, no, you're totally good. It's great. I'm literally sitting out here looking at the Hudson River by by the hockey rink, just like chatting it up with you. So it's all good. Don't worry about it. I've got got a half hour before I need to be on the ice. Really appreciate you. I love watching you. Best of luck for everything. And come back on the show, maybe later on down the line. Yeah. Yeah, anytime. I'd l- I'd love to and it was it was a great time uh, speaking with you and um thanks for your time as well. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to the You Can't Say It With Me podcast. Just a quick reminder, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It is the most helpful thing you can do for this show. And of course, because I'm such a nice person, if you send me a screenshot of your review, I'll be sending you some goodies in the mail. If you want to engage in the conversation yourself, you're also welcome to request to join the secret Facebook group. It's called You Can't Say It With Me. Don't forget to look for it. And if you would like to support the show further, you can also join my Patreon for some super Super, super exclusive content that you cannot find on the main podcast. Hope you enjoy this episode.